Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9, a groundbreaking all-electric large SUV, captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. And Toolmart, the complete tool centre, serving WA for over 40 years. This is Sports Day. Yeah, it's great to have your company, Peter Blahos, with the open lines there for you. Okay, I've gone out and given my opinion on uh, Harley Reid. I feel sorry for the young fella. The open line for Scarborough Toyota, they buy all makes and models. Scarborough Beach Road, Aussie Park is 13, 12, 55. Uh, there's a couple of footballers like Barry Hall that you wouldn't see anymore because Barry is celebrating his 47th birthday today. Ronnie Boucher, Stephen Michael are two footballers that would be too tough for today's footy according to Alex. So come and uh, tell me more. Uh, 0487-736-736. This guy wasn't a bad footballer, played at the West Coast Eagles, and in recent times has been involved uh, in uh, certainly nurturing and looking after some of the young West Australian talent. He's the WA Talent ID Manager and works for TLA. Uh, Jason Dover also uh, is the man behind TLA. One of their products, of course, is Nathan Fife. But Andrew Lockyer, former West Coast Eagles forward, joins us on the program. Uh, Andrew, thanks for your time. G'day, Pete. How are you? I'm very well. Now, you've had a lot to do with young footballers, both uh, that have been picked up in the draft, that have been certainly focused on the draft, uh, you've been involved in WA underage teams as well, uh, coaching and involvement with that. I went on before the break that I'm just wondering how Harley Reid is handling all this publicity, particularly from one news source, the morning newspaper. And again today, he was on the back page of the West Australian with really a nothing story. How do you think the young kid is handling it all? Well, I uh, I listen to you on the way around. I think I probably concur a bit. Probably the younger generation these days. I, I think don't think the media and stuff in the paper is relevant to them anymore. You know, they're more on the social networks and so forth. Look, he's uh, he certainly has been very high profile for a for a young man who's just coming into his uh, AFL career and starting off. And uh, look, is it a bit over the top? Possibly, possibly, but. Maybe from where West Coast is sitting at the uh, what what's happened the last couple of years, you know this is a sort of a good news story for them. So as much as they can obviously, and I don't think it's their doing. You know, obviously journalists have their have their role to play, and um, yeah, he's certainly been promoted pretty heavily. Uh, it's interesting. I spoke to West Coast today, and I spoke to somebody within the West Coast Eagles, and they too feel it's just been over the top to the point of being ridiculous. Mm. They're certainly not driving it as a club. Certainly this individual that I spoke to within the inner sanctum of the West Coast Eagles confirmed that to me today that this is not being mm. driven at all by the West Coast Eagles. They'd be happy if it sort of just tapered off a bit. If he was your product, Locke, and you've got certainly some high-profile footballers in your stable at TLA, what would you t- mm. be telling uh, the young product who at the moment... Uh, it appears everybody uh, knows about him, yet he's yet to play a game of AFL footy. Yeah, look, he, he just provide enough support behind the system to make sure he's handling it there and, and working with uh, West Coast as well to make sure that, hey, you know, all this is, you can't control this noise. All that you can, try, can control is about 
your performance on the track and then what you do game day. And uh, I think that's where the focus for uh, probably Adam Simpson is, is as well. You know, all this stuff with the media and that, you just can't control it. So you just got to worry about what you can do, training track, looking after your body, preparing yourself. And uh, and he's in an infancy of learning what's this AFL. The, the kid can play. Mm. So there's no doubt the kid can play. But it's about he's got to learn now the AFL system, what you know, what what's expected, what's the training like. So he's you know, he's trying to get his head around that. So I think you know that's why the West Coast would be you know, you know working with him at the moment, saying, hey, you can't control this media. We'll try to control as much as we can, but all you got to control is about preparing, training. Mm. It's interesting, actually, and I was thinking about this. You know, Adam Simpson's coming out and said he will be certainly uh, nurtured uh, during the course of the season. Mm. He won't play every game. They'll manage him and they'll look after him. Um, Everybody's got an opinion now, and I suppose it comes with the territory of being the number one draft pick, but the weight of expectation on Harley Reid is enormous at this point in time. And I reckon at the other end now, there's been a bit of publicity about Nat Fife, which is in your stable at TLA, the weight of expectation, because yeah. everyone's saying he's never trained better than the last few years where he's, of course, had injury concerns. So the weight of expectation for Dockers supporters will be quite high on Nathan Fife, but he's won two Brownlow medals. Now, we're talking about Harley Reid, who has yet to play an AFL game. Would you play him in round one, or would you ease him into the West Coast Eagles over maybe a two or three week period? Because if he plays round one or do you play him in the very first home game for the West Coast Eagles? Because, okay, people will come to see him, but if he doesn't have a good game, then all of a sudden that pressure is compounded and the expectations are compounded as well. Yeah, it's a really good question. You know, and the only one that can be answered at selection is that is he in their best 22? If, if the answer is yes, you know, Mickey Malthouse used to have a phone saying, once you walk through the door, your birth certificate goes out the door. Mm. And if you're good enough to play, you play. And I can remember Glenn Jakovic coming in as a 18-year-old and he slotted straight into the team. You know, and Jacko had a great career. So I think if they're good enough, they'll find their way. And this kid is really, really good. It's where what exposure he gets when he starts playing and where you expose him. And... Um, I uh, certainly don't think you'll see him probably play midfield straight up. I think the you know I think Simo and what they're trying to do is that it's probably easy get the ball in front of him, play him off half back so he can get the tempo right, and play a bit of defensive football. But then certainly use his weapons that he's got when when West Coast have got the ball. So look, if he's in their best 22, you got to play him. But then again, Chris Judd didn't Juddy not play his first? You know, played with East Perth maybe for one game. But that's that right. And, uh, East Perth made him. In, so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's spoken by a true East Perth person. So, uh, <laughs> that's right. He played one game in East Perth. It's, yeah, yeah. I think there's lots of exciting things about West Coast, and you know, Harley's one part of it. I think you look at Ruben Jimby, how he's going. Look what Elijah Hewitt. I know he's injured at the moment, but what he produced at the back end of the year. And the other kid that they drafted this year, young Reed, who's a tall 200 centimetre forward, he could be something special as well. Mm. It's just mm. going to be seen in time how he gets. So I think there's lots of good stories that have, you know West Coast have, have got going at the moment. Certainly, they're going to be probably uh, a few years away from being really highly competitive, but they're going to be, you know, the young kids are going to be really good. Mm. 
And you've had to do a lot with young men, you know, 16, 17, 18-year-olds. Would it be fair to say that they've got to grow up very quickly when they get into the AFL system? Because as we know, sometimes young men take a few years to mature. And the AFL system is a bit unforgiving at certain stages. You know, you look at everyone looks at, you know, say a Nat Fife or a Paddy Cripps and, and these guys, you know, their longevity and what they've done, you know, JK, how long he played in the game. But for every one of those, there's those guys that don't last two or three years. So, you know, for a young guy coming in, yeah, they've got to mature pretty quickly. They've got to show that they can stay in the system, that they can play, and there's, some, there's going to be some light at the end of the tunnel because... As quick as the system takes you in, it does spit you out pretty quickly as well. So I think the support mechanisms for younger people these days, and especially young players these days, is, is, is really paramount. So as they come into the system, but as they exit the system, you know, I think the AFL is improving that, and I think clubs are really working hard at that to make sure that you know, these kids... Because it is a big change. You know, a lot of them are 18 years old, never travelled, and, and no, Harley's probably the exit them coming out of you know, mm. country Victoria playing with his friends, with his mum, being home, all of a sudden he's you know, three or 4,000 k's away on a, in another city he doesn't know anyone. He's playing footy and the demands of footy, but also life itself can be pretty daunting for a kid. So, yeah, that's why clubs now are heavily investing in their uh, welfare departments. Yeah, fair call. Andrew Lockyer is joining us, former West Coast Eagle, now involved as the WA Talent ID Manager at TLA with the likes of uh, Jason Dover and co. Uh, Lockyer, just a couple of final questions. Uh, what is the talent pool like in Western Australia heading into 2024? I think it's uh, it's, it's not bad. I think we've got a few rough diamonds there that people, you know, uh, don't know about it as yet. But, um, yeah, we've got some exciting prospects coming through um, one of your old um, players from East Perth, you know, Rocky Jerine. He's young. Oh, right, yes. And, yeah, 200 centimetre key forward ruck. And, you know, I think the kid can really, really play. Yeah, Claremont have got a number of kids, you know, uh, Cody Angove and uh, Will Hayes and Austin Vanderstrife. You know, they're three really quick midfielders, forwards. You know, actually, Cody Angove could be likened to a young Nat Fife, actually. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's some exciting kids coming around, and I think the uh, the talent is out, out there. You just, uh, it's going to be, have to be nurtured. And uh, but Victoria, from all accounts, there's, there's a lot of talent coming out of Victoria this, for this draft in 2024. And finally, how do you think your former club's going to go? That is the West Coast Eagles uh, this season. Oh, look, I think uh, they've obviously had lots of change, and uh, you know, uh, Trevor Nisbet was fantastic for our footy club, and what what he's done for our footy club over so many years is is, is you know, I don't think anyone can thank him enough for what he did and, and what he did for a WA football. But and uh, but Pikey's come in, I, I really think Pikey's going to uh, do really well in that position. He's well rounded. He was a terrific football, and he's been a great administrator in his own business and that. So, look, I think the club's on the right path. I think we've just got to be patient. We have a lot of young kids there, and uh, I, uh, I think we're probably two or three years away from being, yeah, probably even more, three or four years away from being super competitive towards the top eight. Hopefully it's quicker than that, but that's where I see it at the moment. Andrew Lockyer, always lovely to have a chat to you. Thanks for joining us on the program here on SEN Sports Day WA this afternoon, and we'll keep in touch. Thanks for your time. Thanks, Pete, and thanks for SEN and your support of the WA football. We all do appreciate it. Uh, thank you, mate. Uh, there you go. Andrew Lockyer joining us on the program. Interesting little insight into the psyche of uh, young people and young footballers.
I'd like to get your thoughts uh, on the Harley Reid situation, the exposure that certainly the West have given him. I, I just think they've gone too far. Uh, there's a comment here, the West Australian is a something rag. I won't mention that. Uh, Norman Cowell says, G'day, Pete. The problem with the Daily WA paper is the monopoly of the one-eyed Eagle supporter, Mr Stokes. Is he? Oh, OK. The media mogul, and they write what he wants to see. Oh, I don't know about that, but that's Norm's opinion. But as I said, I just reckon they've gone too far. You know, in the end, it gets monotonous. I'm not sure it's selling more newspapers, seeing Harley Reid on the back of the West Australian almost 30 times. Uh, in, since he's been drafted. Anyway, that's just my opinion. I feel for the kid uh, and I feel for the uh, the weight of expe- expectation that he's on his shoulders and uh, let's hope uh, that he does become what everybody hopes he will become, a great addition and a great footballer for many years for the West Coast Eagles. All right, it's 26 past five. We're here for Toolmart, the complete tool centre. There was a young kid growing up in Gosnells uh, many years ago. Well, not that many years ago. He played Australian rules football, keep getting injured. He keep hurting his shoulder. Uh, And in the end, at the age of 18, he thought, no, I can't continue playing Australian rules football uh, because of the problems I've got with my shoulders. And then all of a sudden, alongside a few of his friends, he connected with an organisation called Pro Kick Australia. And then he was invited to a training centre in Melbourne that converts Australian rules players into gridiron football punters. His name is Mitch Wisnowski. He plays for the San Francisco 49ers. He'll be front and centre as the punter in Super Bowl 58 against the Kansas City Chiefs on Monday morning our time in Viva Las Vegas. We speak to the man after the break that has basically been part and parcel of the rise of Mitch Wisnowski. He joins us next here on Sports Day WA.